Good morning. It's September the 27th. As I read Oswald Chambers' daily writings, I approach them with an attitude that he is right and has something to teach me today. But sometimes my secondary response is, huh? And today is that day. We all know the story of Luke chapter 9, verses 57 through 62. Oswald writes today, Jesus Christ has not the tenderness whatever towards anything that is ultimately going to ruin a man in the service of God. While I agree with that statement, with specific emphasis on the word anything, read thing, I am conflicted when it comes to my understanding of Jesus' reaction to the person. We all also know the story of the rich young ruler which is told in the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, and Luke. But only in Mark's Gospel do we see the words, And Jesus looked at him and loved him. That's Mark chapter 10, verse 21. The passage Oswald Chambers uses today, in my opinion, is better read from bottom to top. Verse 63, Jesus said, No one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. What does it mean by look back? One commentator I read said it means to look back with regret on the things you left in order to follow Christ. Do we begrudgingly follow and serve out of a sense of obligation, or do we follow and serve with a sense of excitement and anticipation of what lies ahead? Verse 61, I will follow you, but first let me go back and say goodbye. I think he means don't be distracted by your former relationships. I remember when I sold my business to serve God in my church. You might be surprised to learn that I stopped getting invited to a lot of things. My close friends got closer, but many acquaintances and some of my extended family were not encouraging. Once you've made a decision, it's time to move on, and sometimes that means moving on from existing relationships. The good news is some relationships will deepen, and you will find many new ones being created you never knew were there. Verse 59 reads, First, let me go bury my father. This passage is frequently interpreted that his father was not actually dead and awaiting burial, but rather the son was anticipating his father's death sometime in the future so he could secure his inheritance. Having done that, the son would now have the financial security he thought he needed to follow Jesus. I think he's telling us not to be distracted by financial needs. And in verse 58 we read, The Son of Man has no place to lay his head. In other words, don't be distracted by the need for certainty. Too often we rely on predictable outcomes. The problem is outcomes aren't always predictable, and sometimes we miss out on an amazing miracle as God provides. We sometimes confuse predictability with comfort. We are willing to miss out on magnificent in order to guarantee the mundane. Jesus loves you so much that, yes, he does want to rid you of anything that will separate you from him even temporarily. He loves you so much he wants to transform you, and to do that means you have to walk away from the things of the world. But remember, Jesus loves you first, foremost, and forever. And even as we struggle with the decisions of life, he loves us and waits for us. It is we who miss out when we delay. Thanks, and have a great day.